This season leading up to Easter serves a special purpose in the lives of believers. It's used as a time of remembrance and reflection on the work of Christ in our lives. Through this devotion, our goal is to aid you in creating an environment for this reflection to take place. Take a moment and find a quiet place, be it your kitchen table, your car, or just hidden between your headphones, to spend a few minutes resting in God's presence and allowing His Spirit to do His work in your heart. Find a place where you can converse with your loving Creator. Let's pray as we begin. Lord, we come to you knowing that you meet us where we are. Open our eyes to your presence all around us and open our hearts to the work you want to do in us. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, that through his sacrifice we may convene with you in this moment. Speak, Lord, embolden our faith. We are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. In Mark 12, two political factions who strongly opposed Jesus attempted to trip him up. The Pharisees were Jews who didn't believe that Jesus was the Messiah, and the Herodians were non-religious Jews who were loyal to the occupying Romans. These two parties were polar opposites, but they stood united in trying to prove Jesus wasn't who he said he was. One day, they asked Jesus about one of the constants in life, taxes. They thought they had come up with an impossible question. If Jesus answered it was lawful to pay taxes to Caesar, then the Jews who followed him would likely leave. But if Jesus said they shouldn't pay taxes, he could be arrested by the Romans. Knowing that they were trying to trip him up, Jesus answered in a way that only he could. Mark 12:17 reads, Then Jesus told them, Give back to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and give to God the things that are God's. And they were amazed at him. Often, we hear this verse used when talking about tithing or giving, but relax, that's not where we're going with this. Jesus makes this statement after showing the crowds a denarius, the coin they would have used to pay their taxes. On one side was the image of Caesar, the Roman emperor. Jesus didn't use this as a way out of a tricky question, but he used it to remind us who we are. Way back in Genesis chapter 1, we see that God created mankind, both men and women, in his image, or bearing his likeness. When Jesus says to give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, he means the coin that bears Caesar's image. When he says to give to God what is God's, he isn't talking about money anymore. He's talking about what bears the image of God, us. We, being made in the very image of God, are to give ourselves back to God. Later in Mark 12, we can see an example of what it looks like to give yourself to God. Jesus and his disciples are sitting across from the temple treasury one day, and Jesus watched as people gave to the temple. He wasn't sitting there making sure they gave the exact right amount, but rather he was waiting for a teachable opportunity. Amongst all of the rich people who were throwing in large sums of money into the treasury, a poor widow walked up, likely unnoticed by anyone but Jesus, and dropped in the last two coins she had to her name. Jesus then said this in Mark 12, verses 43 and 44. I assure you, this poor widow has put in more than all of those giving to the temple treasury. For they all gave out of their surplus, but she, out of her poverty, has put everything in that she possessed, all things she had to live on. Again, this passage is about so much more than money. This woman had these last two coins that together would have equaled what we now know to be a penny. And she had the faith to believe God could do so much more than she could understand with these two coins. She gave to God her faith and her hope, 
her lifelines because her life was his. She gave back to God what was God's. With this image in mind, what is it that you still haven't trusted God with? What is it that still holds your faith and your hope? Is it your job, your finances, your relationships? Reflect on this as members of our worship arts team lead us in worship. Oh 
While our time together might be coming to an end, don't let this be the end of your conversation with God. Take some time and let Him show you what parts of your life you still need to surrender to Him, and then lean into His strength throughout that process. Please, join me in prayer. Father, we can't thank you enough for the gift you've given us in Jesus. Thank you for your faithful love and mercy and for the grace that renews day by day. Lord, as we go from this space, let this be just the introduction into our conversation with you. Search us, Lord, and know us. Continue to grow us, and we pray that your light and love are seen through us by all we encounter. We praise and thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Please read Mark 11 and 12 in preparation for the upcoming weekend worship at firstdecatur.org forward slash church online.